Yo, what it is, what it do, how we doing, how are you? It's the Puro Caballero Show, coming to you live from Los Angeles. It is your boy, the host with the most, your man, Puro Caballero, a.k.a. Mario Caballero, a.k.a. Pickle Puro, a.k.a. Schoolboy Foo, a.k.a. Motley Foo, <laughs> a.k.a. CD Gonzalez. <laughs> Slow Toke Rodriguez. Oh my God. Fart Lobo. <laughs> what it is, what it do. I'm good. How are you? <laughs> uh, yes, very, very special episode of the Puro Caballero Show. This is a landmark episode happening right motherfucking now. I am so excited because this is officially where we hit triple digits, baby, because this is episode number. One zero. Ah. <laughs> it's it fit my head earlier. Ah. Zero, bitch. Dead damn it. <laughs> fucking episode number one hundred. We fucking did it. Oh my god. <laughs> did it? Did it? Did it? I'm taking this shit off. That's mad annoying. But yeah, uh, didn't have time to get the string to put this shit together. But anyway, episode number 100. How we doing? How we doing, folks? How we doing? Oh, my God. So glad I could be here trying to get this shit up and popping for a while now. Um, yeah, your boy's been fucking lazy <laughs> with the podcast game. What else is new? What else is new? But uh, yeah, man, very excited. Uh, I think this is going to have a good foreshadowing to where this podcast is going to be moving forward in the next year, 2022. I'm excited for uh, new things to be bringing to the show, trying to get some more new guests up on here, some of my comedy uh, buddies and other friends of mine in other realms. And yeah, man, we're just trying to get the show up and popping, and keep it up, on and moving. I don't know. I, words are tough sometimes. I don't know what I'm saying, <laughs> but uh, I got a lot to talk about, man. Uh, it's been a few weeks since we last spoke um i've had a chance to celebrate uh, thanksgiving and travel a little bit so um been back in la for a little bit and got a couple new things going on in my life now so uh so yeah we kind of want to get right into it um number one i got the shirt on right now i gotta say rp to vicente fernandez rp to chente this is this concert boss boom all that shit the legend uh himself fortunately passed away this weekend uh, i think it was uh sunday morning when they made the announcement on that so um yeah man very tragic news for anybody who's uh <laughs> mexican-american mexican uh chicano whatever like yeah dude who had a big impact like if you really are not familiar with it like you wouldn't i'm just i don't know it's hard to hard to explain hard to understand but man started in movies in mexico and then just obviously made the fuck the ranchera music and whatever was like the king of rancheras and all that yeah legendary artist um had a couple controversial comments later in his life i'm not gonna lie about that <laughs> um yeah <laughs> craziest thing he said was that he didn't want to uh get a kidney transplant because he didn't know if the person could have been uh a drug addict or gay it's like jam bro like <laughs> put it all out there shit but um <laughs> fucking wild i'm like whoo boy like let's get the mic away from him You're like oh shit but uh the man <laughs> the man was making hits since like the 50s and 60s 60s i want to say i think the 50s is when he started but uh 
yeah, he's been a staple in a lot of uh, a lot of Mexican Americans' lives, and yeah, he's brought a lot of smiles to people. And it's yeah, I guess it's it's kind of inevitable. He was pretty old um, at, his, at the time of his passing, and he has had his health issues over the last few years. But uh, but yeah, I mean, even if even if it's inevitable, it's still kind of uh, not tragic, but it's still you know still sad to think about person's no longer there with us uh, any longer but uh yeah his legacy will live on all of his uh freaking ballads and corridos and everything are just gonna <laughs> continue to be sung by a uh, very drunk um uh bisa pretty much <laughs> there was a lot of people crying over bottles of tequila last night and i think i don't i didn't didn't necessarily cry but yeah your boy got a little emotional um yeah man his music it means special connection to me just because of my association with it with like my family and some of the people who have passed in my life and um some of those like family gatherings we used to get like the barbecues and and uh, be grilling meat and the, the older adults be drinking beer or whatnot having some uh alcoholic beverages or whatnot some adult bevs and you know putting a few back and out there just uh chopping it up and always top of the lungs singing a lot of uh Vicente uh Fernandez. Um man. Yeah, Volver Volver and El Rey were like just <laughs> mega hits. Ginormous, man. It was uh yeah, that was a moment. That was a cool moment in my life I got to experience. Um so yeah, I kind of remember in particular my mom's uh father, my grandpa on my mom's side. Um by uh by the couple of those songs so uh yeah for the people who do know i actually have like some of the lyrics tattooed on my arm right here um from el rey but um yeah it's uh yeah it's sad to think about sad to see him go obviously um just gotta enjoy the work that he did put out because this man was pretty damn prolific put out a ton of material throughout his life so uh yeah we got a lot to to comb through and uh but yeah y'all y'all know the hits y'all know the classics um or tu malito amor is a good one is another good one um <laughs> very proud to he was very proud to be from guadalajara definitely and uh my mom's side of the family's from jalisco too so that's kind of that's kind of what's up um yeah man it's not gonna be the same not gonna be the same without him oh, it's, it's hard to say but uh yeah there's a big big moment in uh the livelihood of a lot of the chicano community this weekend after hearing that news so um yeah definitely want to get that out there and you know pay the pay the respects pay the dues um i'm not of the generation that necessarily grew up with him as like while he was making his music or while he was at his height of his popularity so he's kind of like you know a generation or two you know advanced than what i grew up with but uh yeah man that stuff resonates through like past those generations i mean this shirt that i got is a ugly primo shirt that got printed like what like two years ago or something like that and <laughs> obviously it's like kind of like i guess a meme of like just him 
taking that tequila just straight to the head because that's what he would do at his live shows <laughs> his freaking legendary stuff but uh um yeah man then that guy was kind of like the man's man i guess of uh his era and all that kind of stuff um <laughs> yeah a lot of scenes in him in movies drunken bars <laughs> old school bars so um there's some there's a lot of clips, not some. There's a ton of clips on YouTube that you can go back and watch. But uh, if you're not familiar with the, with his work, what have you. Um, I want to say Canelo went and saw him recently. So I have to be able to take a photo op with him for his passing. So that's good that you got that in, I guess. But uh, <laughs> it's two legends. Uh, yeah, in their respective field. So RP to Chente. Uh, boom, boom, boom. All right, now I really want to talk about. All right, this this topic, I I can't even. Oh my god, I'm so nervous. I can't even like bring it up. Like, bro, 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 bro. Fucking wild. Okay, I'm excited to talk about this. All right, um, dude, I might have experienced a UFO sighting this weekend. I'm fairly confident I did. Um, and in the moment I was kind of like, I don't know if it's, this is really happening, but then afterwards I feel like I've become a little bit more sure about this. All right. It's pretty crazy. Okay. So let me break this down, the whole story of everything that happened to me. So like, um, I had a friend of mine who was going to uh, a couple friends of mine were going to that, uh, desert air festival that was out in Palm Springs. And one particular friend had like an extra ticket because his girlfriend uh, wasn't able to go, decided not to go. So uh, he invited me out on Saturday, uh, which was the second day of the festival. And on that lineup that day, it was like Channel Triss. Um, I think it was like Moody Man, um, DJ Cozy, and then Peggy Goo was going close to the, close the show out, right? So that's the whole lineup. And... Um, so he tells me in the beginning of the day, I had to like run a bunch of errands, do some stuff. So like I'm running a little late, I'm running behind. So I'm like busting my ass to get out there, like swerving in and out of traffic, like going crazy. Like, yeah, <laughs> it was, it was like intense. So like I'm trying to get there as quick as possible so I could possibly see, um, you know, Channel Tress is set. And when I start off, it's supposed to be like a two hour drive all the way out to Palm Springs. And then it becomes like a two and a half hour drive with all the delays. But then try to bust it i try to get there as fast as i can dude i was like calling an uber from the airbnb place where i was gonna leave my car and like crash for the night and like on the freeway before i even got close to there <laughs> like it was like five to ten minutes away and i ordered the uber there and uh pulled up parked in the driveway getting my jacket out because it was like really chilly really cold for palm springs and uh <laughs> i had this bottle of tequila I finished last night, uh, morning chente. Um, but yeah, I had this bottle in my backpack and I just like pop it open. I was taking a swig and I look over and I see the car, that Uber car that pulled up for me starts like pulling off. I'm like, yo, hold up. Wait, 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 wait. I had to flag him down. So yeah, end up getting the Uber, get to the show, uh, get in there. Um, I see channel trace, like maybe two, two, three songs, right? I think like two songs. Um, oh, maybe three. Actually. Uh, anyway, end of the set uh so i meet up with my friends we're having a good time uh we're doing our thing uh mind you 
I split some uh, mushroom chocolates with uh, a friend of mine, <laughs> and uh, I had like about a gram, I guess. <laughs> it was the same ones that I took over at Outside Lands, and whoo, they did the job again. <laughs> they had me feeling nice. Like I wasn't tripping out on visuals, but like I was uh, feeling good. <laughs> um, yeah, so I'm I'm doing that. I'm getting drunk. Mind you, I'm uh, smoking, whatever, having having a good time. And, you know, we go to do see Moody Man, we see DJ Cozy, and then Peggy Goo comes on. And by this point, we're, like, at the venue for a while or whatnot. And, like, I got to explain, like, the venue itself was at the Palm Springs Air Museum, which is, like, a air hangar um, next to a landing strip, like a runway or a small like airport pretty much i think it was like a military base is what that was so uh yeah it was uh it was at that location so pretty much if i'm like staring right now at the front of the stage to the right over here on this side was the hangar behind us was like a hangar and then over here to off to the side of the stage was like a fence right and then after on the other side of the fence was the um the uh whatchamacallit the uh the the, 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 the landing strip and the, the the airfield or whatever was all out there right and then outside of that past that in the uh background are uh some mountain ranges right uh, this is palm springs palm deserts area if you guys have been out there i think you're familiar with the the geological formations that happen out there right so there's like a little bit of a mountain range hillside area right there right off in the distance and you know i'm like pretty observant in terms of when i'm out and outside of los angeles about like looking at the stars and stuff like that especially when i'm at a concert and i'm like smoking weed i'm like dog these are sick <laughs> you're looking around and stuff just admiring the sky um so yeah i noticed that you can see a lot of the stars a lot more visible than you can than typically in la there's not light pollution and what have you um, so uh it's nice out there and I also noticed that like the moon was like right over the uh basically the horizon of where the 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 mountainside was at, right? So it's about a half full moon and it's like pretty bright, pretty damn bright. And I have footage of it the beginning of Peggy Peggy who set. And so uh Peggy's doing her thing and yeah, man, it was like um twenty to thirty minutes into the set, I wanna say. There was like, I noticed that something was like off or different about the light and like the way it was, I don't know. And like in the distance, it was, things were like weird. It was different. Um, so the first thing I noticed is that there was like a bright shining like cross or like an X looking object i don't know what it was it was like off at the very very top of the mountainside like right um at the highest point that you could see in the field of vision right so at the top of that mountain point was that very very bright light above that very bright light happened to be two dots that were floating up i know this is what i noticed there was one that was red and there was one that was like a golden color now those two dots were um had a little bit of a tail underneath it so it looked like there was like a, a a beam of light that was coming from it and so it was just like hanging out 
just like right there above the mountaintop. And then I would notice that it was just like rising and ascending and just going upwards, like towards the sky. But number one, it was moving in a way that just didn't seem like how things typically move according to our technology as far as we know it. So like there was no like propeller system. You couldn't hear like, you know, like a helicopter blades chopping around. Like even though it was, we were at an outdoor concert, it was still like the the sound wasn't super intense like at some places can be. So it wasn't like deafening. Um, like I could have a conversation not super yelling with the people um, in the crowd. So that part of it was like, interesting to me it wasn't flying in like a flight pattern as like a plane would fly and it was hard for me to kind of pinpoint the exact size of this thing because it seemed like it kept the same um proportion even though it kept rising i don't know it's like it's hard to explain um it's like the same the dot was the same size but you saw it like moving through the sky where it shouldn't be the same size, you know. You know what I'm saying? It was going up at such a fast rate, and what was interesting to me is like as it was rising, the tail behind it, underneath it, was going with it as well. So like typically the way light um, works, if you have like a spotlight or if you're using it like down onto something, you'll see the whole uh, spectrum of that light all the way till it hits the object, right? um like if you have a spotlight or whatever like typically you'll be able to like notice that well in this particular object there was just the initial tail from coming from from where it was up at the top and then there was like a break and then on top of where the mountain side was it was just super bright like ultra bright and it was just like off-putting i'm like okay that doesn't make sense either right like hmm i'm like really perplexed at this point like what the hell is going on and as this thing's ascending it just keeps going higher 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 i look up to the point where i'm looking up at the sky like all the way up goes past over my head and then just over the crowd where i was in the crowd over the whole venue and then just out of there and then i lost sight of it and i was like what the fuck is going on right <laughs> and it was crazy to me um the other thing that was interesting is that when i looked back at that area like it was still that very bright piece of light that was right there and the also the trippiest thing that happened was when i looked back on the skyline i couldn't find the moon where it was like a few minutes prior and so that was bugging the crap out of me and I mentioned it to the people who I was in the crew with. I was like, hey, guys, what the hell happened to the moon? And they didn't understand the, like what I saw and like what I was thinking at that time. And we we're obviously at a concert and like I'm on mushrooms and <laughs> we're getting drunk, too. And so they kind of like played it off and like kind of like like what the fuck like i was random like you know like the, like i wasn't asking like an actual question but i was legit like curious like what the fuck happened to the moon and so yeah and then i looked up and like all the 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 stars in the sky you couldn't really like make them out as clear as like you had before so i'm like what the hell did this thing do to manipulate 
like the field of vision that's was going on that night it was it just there's a lot of stuff that like questions that are asked that like don't necessarily make logical sense so it was just by definition i saw a ufo because it was an unidentified flying object based off of what the fuck that definition is now was it an alien i do not know <laughs> what they were doing but yeah man my mind just been tripping out over that stuff man it's been going crazy and so i mentioned it to my friend uh one of my friends who was there like yo man i think i might have seen some like a ufo tonight and i like told him the whole story like my, everybody was in my crew but one of them the next day sends me a screenshot of like a comment that was on instagram from the festival i'll show you the comment i started taking screenshots myself and saving them so um yeah it was uh this one right here this this chit, this uh, account mary blair says okay did anyone else see the ufo <laughs> so yeah i replied to that i may have been on motion but i know i wasn't seeing things glad i wasn't the only one who noticed i think she said replied back like omggg or something like that but anyway i checked this 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 person out i look at their story and I see this, right? So this kind of like corroborates what I saw. So I'm like not the only one who saw this and witnessed this. I even made it, I left a comment on Peggy who's like Instagram page. Even she asked about it. She's like, people have been asking me about this. Like, what's the deal with this? So, uh, yeah, it's just been it's just been a trip. It's been an absolute mind fuck <laughs> this last like forty eight hours since uh, this first happened. But man, it's like, what the fuck? What the fuck is out there? Like, really, really though. It's it's kind of unnerving, but it's kind of exciting too at the same time. So it's like I don't know I don't know how to feel about it. It's it's uh it's out there. Damn. Mm -mm -mm. Wow. Oh my goodness. Um yeah, let me let me go back to uh that Desert Air Festival. Um Damn. All right. Um Where's my comment? Yep. Yeah, she's like, oh my god, 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 god. All right, let me check this chick out. Let me see what she, she posts anything new today. <laughs> uh, nope, nope, nothing new. <laughs> Let's see, she posted on her, her page. Nope. 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 Looks like this uh, young raver chick <laughs> was was the other person who uh, witnessed this. I tried Googling it and I didn't find anything yet. So, uh. Oh, fucking interesting. Oh, that was Quasar. Oh, that's what's up. 
What's up, Quinn? I didn't know you were there. I forgot that you were, you were tagged in that. Uh, shout out to Quinn Tucker. One of the best photogs in the game. That uh, man is at uh, <laughs> your favorite artist's uh, performance. Usually taking photos of him. That uh, man uh, does his thing. Very, very talented. I've been at many of shows where he's been at. Um, this whole Jesus. Yeah, it's fucking crazy. I don't get it. I don't get it. I gotta, like, hold on. I gotta Google search this. I gotta see if anything else has come up. Because it was uh, so, int so intense. It was so intense. Um, Home Springs, UFO. Bro, it, I mean, I think this is like the second time I've seen a UFO. Edwards um, Air Force Base. Yeah. There's a lot of, there's been a lot of sightings, I guess, of UFOs in that area. Um, UFO still being seen. Damn, this is a report from 1965. Yeah, maybe they just come around every 60 years or so. I don't know. I don't know. I had a very high idea, high thought, when <laughs> after this uh, occurrence, had the the thought that I don't know because we were playing, <laughs> we were at Peggy Goose show and dude, she was playing some hard techno, was going in. I'm like, man, aliens fucking be loving techno more than I do. Goddamn, trying to see what's up, man. I'm like trying to party with us out here, but uh, yeah, part of me had the inkling of the thought that out of all of the senses that we have access to us being humans um i feel like the a sensory perception of sound is like the most interesting would be the most interesting one to a, a creature from another planet or another realm right because i feel like we have a very limited perspective in terms of what like what we see and what we think looks good or what is you know uh pleasing to the eye or what isn't like that's very subjective and it also it's very limited in terms of what we could see in terms of the full electromagnetic spectrum of light versus i think like sound we've played with a lot of different you know frequencies and tones and whatnot and just been able to transmit all that that noise and and energy out to the to the universe i mean radio frequencies and all that stuff you know um so yeah i think honestly in my opinion that would probably be the one that they <laughs> would be like most keen to see so i feel like they were kind of keeping tabs on like what the fuck is going on out here um so yeah i guess if you want to have another try to create another ufo occurrence you just need to have a dope techno set <laughs> at, a, at a military base in a place that has been keen to having <laughs> UFO encounters, <laughs> I guess. I don't know. Do it somewhere in the desert, rural area. Um, yeah. So this, this has been this has been on my mind, and it's been tripping out. And like, what made me trip out even more was like the very next morning when I woke up on Sunday morning at the Airbnb. I looked at my phone and I was reading my emails, and I get like uh, uh, news article headlines sent to me. And I'm on, I got one of them, I think it was from Yahoo, and it was talking about how there was, like, multiple UFO sightings that has happened recently, too. And the one that was tripping me out the most was the one 
that happened over the South Pacific in about like 10 days ago or so. Right now it's uh, December the 13th. It was, yeah, I think it was like on the 3rd or so. It was crazy to see. So it's like, a, so I think from an Australian fighter pilot or pilot of some sort and they're up in the air and they're like taking footage of like these four, these there's four dots that are in formation with another four dots next to it with another four dots next to them. So there's like 12 dots total and they're moving across the sky. But the way they're moving across the sky is like one of the dots that'd be in the back would disappear and reappear at the front of the line. Right. So it was like moving it kind of like a snake like this. Um, but it was trippy because they were staying in formation kind of like at a 45 degree angle for what looked like. And yeah, so those dots are just like moving across, moving across, like all three, three of the lines in formation, right? And then as it leaves, probably like 20, 30 seconds, in, like it's a 20, 30 second clip, they, they disappear, they start disappearing. So like the one that would be in the back that are moving to the front, it would just be gone. And then there'd only be three left and then there'd be two left and then one left and then, and then it's gone. And it was like so trippy. I'm like, what the fuck? So uh, that looked pretty wild. That was pretty crazy. Um, so yeah, I guess I guess they're coming around now. I don't know <laughs> what that means. If we should be concerned at all, if we should be happy for this, like <laughs> it's just, oh man, the truth is out there, man. Oh shit, this is wild. So fucking, I feel like. I'm like the dude from uh, Ancient Aliens now, just aliens. <laughs> He's just like, putting a wig on. It's like, <laughs> oh shit, man. Yeah, I don't think a lot of people believe me when I told them that I thought I saw that shit because they're like, bro, you're on mushrooms, man. Like, <laughs> you're really not tripping out right now. And I wasn't. I was in one sense, but I wasn't in another sense. So it's like, I don't know what to believe. I don't know. So just uh Yeah, it's got my uh my juices kind of flowing right now and it's like oof, oof a little crazy, but uh as I mentioned earlier, I think this is the second time I've met I've seen a UFO. There was one time when I was at LMU, um, which is uh when I was in college, which is like located near LAX, not too far from like Venice Beach, Inglewood area, on the west side of LA. And it's in Westchester. Um, it's built up on a bluff. So there's like, uh, you can see good sight lines of like the, the west side of town. And yeah, so this there was one particular night, I think I was out there probably smoking weed or something like that. But there's one night I was out there and it was, uh, I look up in the sky and there's like these three or four like dish-shaped looking objects that are just up there chilling. And they have like a, a light to them and it was just like kind of off footing i was just like remember looking staring at the sky going like that's just so it's weird how they're just chilling up there and what's crazy is like i wasn't the only person who noticed this because there was a lot of reports that were from like inglewood to like venice beach santa monica area that were like confirming what i saw and people took footage of it and posted it online and people i remember people were talking about it for a minute like in the local news and so it was uh it was a trip. It was fucking crazy <laughs> to be there. Yeah, I think that was 
That was probably the first one that I saw. So like this is this is two of them now. Like they what's what's happening, man? <laughs> Damn. Wild. It's wild. But I was just thinking, yeah, so like when aliens like have been reported to have shown up. I wonder if it happens when there's like a new breakthrough or like a new acceptance of a certain kind of sound or like the technology or like broadcasting uh, has be like there's like an advancement in that right so like they were a lot of them were showing up in like the 60s late 50s to like the 60s and that was like an era when there was like a big change in music but also where they were able to um use electronic amps and like amplify the sound through like concert halls and arenas and all this this and that but like that kind of like exploded in terms of the possibility of how you could broadcast yourself so like maybe that had a, the caught their attention at the time where they're kind of like what, what, what are these what are these you know these, these creatures over here what are they up to what are they doing what are they what are they fixing to do huh what are they finna do so maybe they started keeping tabs on us from then and then i don't know maybe they've had like the last 10 years has had like a big another big uh round of sighting of them i'd say like the last 10 15 years so it's like i don't know did we did we change the game again or something i don't know i don't know it's hard hard to think hmm. i don't know apparently aliens love techno though so we'll roll with that <laughs> uh but yeah Shout out to everybody I saw there at Desert Air. That was a fun, fun little little one day trip out there. Um, thank you so much for the ticket. I appreciate you, Sully, my homie Sully. What up? What up? Um, yeah, man. I don't know where to go. I was just like, is anything I talk about after this is gonna be the hard transition because it's uh, it's pretty crazy. Like, I don't know what to believe. I don't know what to believe. Um, ah, oh, what else did I have on my list? What's on my to do list today? Um yeah <laughs> goodness gracious uh, you think about aliens for a while i gotta like figure out how to make some jokes out of this man uh <laughs> oh man i was tripping but i wasn't tripping if you know what i'm saying like <laughs> oh man i told some people i saw some ufos are like man uh are you sure the aliens you saw weren't uh the ones that are like in your extended family i'm like bitch thanksgiving was a couple weeks ago okay all right <laughs> you need to chill okay oh man wild wild shit but, uh speaking of thanksgiving yeah i did get to hang out with my family got to go hang out with them uh during that time that was cool got to go over to my uh my uh my tia rosa's house uh shout out to to them my tia and my cousin rudy and vanessa um so yeah thank you for having us i had a fun time i uh yeah enjoyed myself i ate plenty i was uh drink till i was married <laughs> and uh yeah i was also hitting the little little vape pen outside i don't know y'all noticed but <laughs> if you listen to this extended family <laughs> it was chill <laughs> um try not to be too obvious um yeah i also got coerced into doing some stand-up comedy in front of my family which is like 
typically not the best situation the scenario to be doing stuff uh stand-up comedy um yeah there's a lot of people who have a lot of uh trepidation about performing amongst people that they know that know them well but uh yeah i guess at the <laughs> i got kind of i don't know bamboozled into doing it i wasn't really planning to do it but then i was kind of like all right why not screw it so uh yeah, I uh, it was later in the night when I ended up saying just was all right. Fuck it, we'll do it because uh, I have an aunt who's a singer and she has like her whole karaoke set up. So she had like a little small stage built and whatever. And so like some of the kids, some of the younger kids will do like karaoke or some of the adults will sing like chente or whatever. You know, I'm pretty sure we did El Rey that night as well. Um, my dad has like a, a tremendous grito, grito, upreshalon um, grito. I will say. Uh, I need to record it so I can make it a drop that I can use on the stream. But uh, yeah, that'll be. Uh, I always every time he does it, I'm never I'm never ready. And he just like just belts it out there like he goes hard. He goes hard. Like <laughs> I don't want to wake up the neighbors trying to recreate it, but like man, my dad he goes hard in the paint. <laughs> so yeah, that's uh, that's uh, where was I? What was I talking about? Jesus, come on, man! Thanksgiving. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, so yeah. So my uh, my aunt Anissa, she's uh, um, she had the whole setup, and so she was just like, "Hey, I'm about to take it down. I'm about to leave. So if you want to do it, like, we got to do it now." And it was already like probably like eleven o'clock, ten. I passed ten o'clock at night, and I'm like, at that point, I got some drinks in me, and like, just kind of like, ah, uh, like earlier in the night, I was like, "Nah, I think I'm good. I think I'm good." And and then at that point, I had already eaten and drank and whatnot, and I'm just like kind of chilling out. I'm like, man, fuck it, all right, let's do it. So I was like in my head, as I say, like, yeah, I'll do it. I'm thinking I'm gonna do like five or ten minutes, just like do a quick little set, be in and out, yada yada, tell some jokes and have some had a good time. But then I get up there on stage and I'm like, I'm kind of like feeling it, so I'm like going through my material, and <laughs> it's like one of the only times that like. I don't have a light. <laughs> I didn't have a heart out, so I just like kept going and kept going and kept going. Started fitting in new stuff, fitting in old stuff. Um, yeah, I had like a long, long set list of like all the jokes I had been working on pretty much for the past like year and a half or so. <laughs> and uh, I threw that shit together. Uh, I had like some filler time where I was like talking to to some of my family members in the in the audience, but. Uh, or they would be like <laughs> responding to me. I would tell a joke and they'd be like, oh, mijo, like, you go away. Oh, that's so great. Like, it'd become a conversation for like a couple seconds. Um, <laughs> and then I just segue right into the material. Um, yeah, it was fun. <laughs> Had a good time. Was kind of messing around and uh, looked down at my phone after I got off uh, the last few minutes was a lot of like hmm what else haven't i done scrolling through my joke list <laughs> like all my other set lists for the last few months for like the last six months i'm like which one of these have i not said <laughs> and i feel confident in to say it in front of my family because there's some stuff in there where i'm like yeah i didn't work at the open mic i don't think i'm gonna do it here in front of my family so um definitely not at a show so i'm like how would i why would i try that but uh they like the material <laughs> for the most part um which is like very interesting because i feel like I was able to get most everybody to laugh, but everybody was laughing at different jokes and references because like my stuff is like 
can be real um like i don't know like niche <laughs> like it's not like super pop culture-y um <laughs> i have a, I have uh talk about like only only uh i have like a fan uh whatchamacallit joke about like only fans and like i had to explain to my aunt what an only fans account was oh shit that was funny that was really funny and as i'm doing it like my cousins are like no nope, you're good stop stop okay that's enough all right we're good we're good here we're good here we're good here we're, that's it <laughs> i don't need it she doesn't need to know <laughs> stop stop <laughs> oh that shit was funny it's getting a little awkward <laughs> Yeah, some of my family members wanted me to, like, tell my jokes about them. But, like, I haven't, honest to God, I hadn't done a lot of them in a while. And I forgot a lot of them. But uh, my cousin Julian in particular, he was funny. Like, uh, <laughs> I told a joke about um, <laughs> how, like, I don't have issues with doing with uh, taking a dump in public. <laughs> Like honestly, I feel like I've blown up more public restrooms in the military in in Afghanistan. <laughs> and my my cousin is like ex marine. <laughs> he heard that joke and was like, "Oh my god, bro!" <laughs> and he started dying. So I was so happy that he enjoyed that one. Oh man, dude! Oh, I got it off. I I got it off. Started hot too. I had some Thanksgiving jokes up at the top. Man, it's it's funny because. Um, couple of my cousins they have like uh um <laughs> uh married uh people of other races um and ethnicities <laughs> and so we have like one jewish guy and like a uh um uh shout out to brendan i was i guess yeah married to my, my cousin gloria and then um uh jenna's married to my cousin uh julian um so and she's white but uh <laughs> it's so funny because i start off with this joke which is about like man uh you know thanksgiving's just a just a nice friendly reminder that we got to be careful trusted white people <laughs> and brendan started laughing so hard <laughs> he's like yo <laughs> i'm like man like uh i don't know if that was a fair trade man it's just like uh <laughs> here we'll teach you how to uh grow pumpkins in uh in corn and in return we get uh smallpox blankets yay <laughs> so, it's like uh, i don't know man but uh yeah i was fucking around I was fucking around a little bit so it was interesting it was interesting i got like little pockets different pockets of people to laugh for the most part but yeah 35 minutes in front of my family i, I was like god damn i'll say about like 30 of it was like solid <laughs> solid enough that i'd be like all right it was a it was a performance yeah <laughs> you know i mean there's a lot of parts where i'm like Oh, I thought more people would know, but <laughs> what I'm talking about. But you know, I got little weird little references or whatnot. So it's like, yeah, not everybody's gonna get it. So it is what it is. Um, <laughs> I had a fun time. I had a thanks good Thanksgiving. I hope everybody else did. I um, yeah, I was able to go back home for a little bit. I'm trying to think what else I had had in my calendar back when up there. Um. What else? What else? I already talked about. Last podcast, I was in Arizona. Um, doing a few other shows at Lock at a Thai Angel Bar that have been fun. Um, oh yeah, I hosted a show at a barbershop over in uh, Huston, Orange, way out there. Did uh, did another show in East LA. Um, oh, hosted the mic out in Gardena at Bredas. 
uh, bar and grill. That was fun. That was fun. Did another show in Gardena last week. And then, yeah, this week I have a couple shows. Um, I'm supposed to have a show tomorrow, Tuesday, the 14th. Fortunately, that got canceled. So right now, the only thing on my docket for the rest of the week is the show this Wednesday, the 15th at Formosa Cafe in Hollywood on, uh, uh, what is that, Beverly Formosa? Um, yeah, so that one's going to be dope. I'm going to have uh, uh, some people from my, my job uh, that are going to be coming over. Um, so yeah, your boy got a new day job, so... I got something to pay the bills to be a little consistent or whatnot so yeah my free time might be a little more limited in the daytime now during the week obviously but uh but yeah your boy's gonna still be grinding doing his thing at nighttime uh but i'll be in i'll be in the hollywood area now so uh yeah if you're there hit me up hit me up see what's up um yeah we can link let's link let's link um so yeah i'll be hitting up all the hollywood mics doing all that kind of that whole run um probably do like the improv on tuesdays now uh when i can and you know make face at all the clubs uh, a lot more uh, i think it's time to take that next step 2022 we're doing big things you know what to do you know what to do in 2022 um but yeah formosa cafe is oh santa monica excuse me santa monica and formosa in hollywood it's a uh, very famous restaurant i don't think i've ever been before but yeah this is a og restaurant from like the 30s so uh yeah, shout out to the homie Steven Marcus Relliford and he put me on that show. We have a fun, fun lineup. It's uh let's see if I can find the flyer. Ba -ba 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 -ba. Yeah, Formosa Cafe. It uh oh Miranda Meadows, shout out to Miranda. Miranda's on the show. Uh Vince Royal, Jason Collings, Chase Bernstein, and Aiko Tanaka, uh, as well as myself. So yeah, that should be a fun one. I'll be uh, excited for that one. Uh, aside from that, oh yeah, this uh, this Friday we're doing the Mega Bash uh, comedy show once again. Uh, shout out to Andy Lowe and Ethan Miller as well for having me on uh, as the DJ. I'll be DJing that show. That one's going to be another fun one. It's uh, We've got a new location as well. It's going to be State Social House. I want to say this is in West Hollywood and the headliner we got we got jamie motherfucking kennedy from the jamie kennedy experience malibu's most wanted i think he was in screen too baby Yo! shout out to jamie kennedy we got him on that show uh who else we got matt rife uh sarah weinshuk and leandro um dotavio dotavio um oh we got a lot of other people too uh Oh, Donnie Davis, the uh, little man with the plan. Oh, we got Dan Ramos again on this. Ooh, crazy clown, baby. Let's go. Let's go. Oh, JP Putinvito, homie JP, Ryan Goldshire, Jessica Lee Foster, and Crystal Curio. Oh, my God, Crystal. You got y'all should come to the show just to see Crystal do her thing. That's she blew my mind last time. If you saw the footage, you know what I'm talking about. I don't want to ruin her performance and like spoil it, but like, holy shit. <laughs> like, literally, I was in the DJ booth going like, what? Like, my mouth was like agape, open as fuck. You know, like, <gasps> like, huh? <laughs> like, how sway? I guess I was asking myself the whole time, how sway? 
You ain't got the answers, Sway. <laughs> oh, man. That was wild. Uh, the, oof, all right. Yeah. So this Friday, this Friday, State Social House, Mega Bash Comedy. That shit is being is going down. Uh, I'll put all the link and information on my Instagram um, very soon. Show's going to be at 9 p.m. So, yeah, that shit's going to be fun as fuck. So this Friday, that's this Friday on the 19th. So, yeah, come on through. Come on fucking through. Um, yeah, man. Wait, 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 wait. 17th at 9 p.m. Excuse me. It's the 17th, not the 19th. Don't show up on Sunday. Show up on Friday. All right. And then we got the Thai Angel Comedy Show once again coming back at you. This one's on Tuesday the 21st. And putting the rest of the finishing touches on that lineup will get you all that information as well. Uh, you can find all that beautiful information on my Instagram page at Puro Caballero. Um, for the shows that we produce, um, Out of Breath Productions, go follow that Instagram page, O U T T A, Out of Breath Productions. So, uh, yeah, just all one word. And yeah, we'll be posting up all the flyers and all the information for everything uh, that we'll be putting together ourselves there. So most of those are just going to be like the shows we run at Thai and at other future venues. I think we might have a chance to uh, to expand in the new year. So that's uh, that's another goal we're going to put out there. Um, yeah, I feel like we got to do one more podcast before the end of the, the new year just so we can... Uh, Set this, uh, set the tone off right. You know what I'm saying? So start off with uh, episode number 101 and then just get the ball rolling. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, that's the, that's the plan. Knock on wood. We'll see if we can get, get that happening. But, um, shoot, man. What else did I want to talk about? What else we got here on the list? Um, yeah, Thanksgiving. Oh, so yeah, Christmas. I'll be back up in Northern California once again. I guess last time when I was there, I didn't do any comedy. Nah, I just I just chilled for that that uh, that break. It was like four days. But yeah, this time I got two weeks off for Christmas and for New Year's, so it's like a whole little block of time. Right now, I'm thinking of maybe doing some stuff up in Sacramento and Stockton. Probably I'll do some some open mics while I'm there, but uh. Yeah, I'm I'm still trying to plot and see if I can get on a show or two during that time. And I know a lot of people aren't producing shows right around those those couple weeks, taking a break off for the holidays. So like I get it. But uh if there's a chance that I can hop on something, I'm gonna try to jump on it. So <laughs> yeah, I'll be in town from about the twenty second to the, the second. I've got uh another my I guess the job I gotta be back on uh, Monday the third, so so yeah, um, pretty much work up until this Friday, and then that's it. I got two weeks off, so that should be fun. But oh, I'm really excited for uh, what's going down this Saturday, because finally I've been waiting for the show all year since I got this this uh, this ticket, man. I got this bought this shit maybe like seven months ago, man. It's been a while now, but the Once Upon a Time in Los Angeles Festival is finally going down this Saturday. And I'm gonna be in attendance. That shit is gonna be hella fun. Um, so many artists are on this, like insane, insane, like crazy. I'm 
going to butcher the lineup, so I'm just going to bring it up right now. Like, all these names, it's, it's jam-packed, man. Uh, yo, it's, it's so many people on this lineup. Al Green, Snoop Dogg, 50 Cent, uh, The Game, YG, Ice Cube, Isley Brothers, Bone Thugs and Harmony, Cypress Hill, 3-6 Mafia, E-40, Too Short, DJ Quick, Warren G, George Clinton and the Parliament Funkadelic, War, Zap, Brenton Wood, Dom Kennedy, OGZ, Blueface, Drake Yo the Ruler, uh, RJ, Mr. RLA, R- R- <laughs> R- RJ, Mr. LA, the Dramatics, the Delphonics, the Stylistics, the Shylights, the Dog Pound, Sugar Free, Mac-10, Dub C, Exhibit, the Eastsiders, uh, Blue Bucks Clan, Amaya, OT Genesis, King Lil G, Mary Jane Girls, Morris Day, Cameo, Lisa Lisa, Heatwave, Snow the Product, Burner, Cycle Realm, Lil Rob, MC Magic, Baby Bash, Amanda Perez, Mr. Capone, SOS Band, Midnight Star, Rolls Royce, The Cover Girls, The Midnighters, Trish Toledo, The Lakesiders, Coyote, uh, Trayford, D3, Desulan, and with very special guests, Fools Gone Wild, and DJ sets by Funk Freaks of Night of the Blackskin. Bam! Bam! That's everybody on that damn lineup. Bam! Didn't miss nobody. All right. That is fucking intense. <laughs> so many goddamn people. Uh, yeah, dude. <sighs> Yo, we bought a fucking party with people from like every generation, man. We've been a boogie. Oh my God, dude. <laughs> dude, Al Green <laughs> and like the, the fucking the, the Delphonics, bro. Like <laughs> war. <laughs> like I've seen war play before. Like war, bro. They're fucking like the 60s, 70s, dog. And then, like, all the way to, like, new artists. We got OGZ, oh, bro. <laughs> this kid's this kid, like, even 21. Like, uh, yeah, man. Fucking <laughs> everybody. Everybody, man. Bro, it's going to be wild. It is going to be wild. That shit's going to be a fucking, uh, that's going to be a party. <laughs> that's going to be damn crazy. I can't wait till the set times. Uh, drop so I can figure out who the fuck I'm gonna watch. But uh, I'm gonna go. A couple of my comedy uh, homies are gonna be there. Shout out to homie Jerry, and um, shout out to uh, to the homie uh, Eddie F and DS. What's up? What's up? What's up? Um, Gary Hernandez. Forget his last name. God damn it. I know another typical Bison name, but hey man, got show respect. Got show love. What up, Jerry? Um, yeah, we will be smoking tough in the crowd, no doubt. <laughs> that will that will go down that will happen um yeah man Whew, saturday's gonna be fun that's gonna be a fun time what else what else going down um man there's been a lot of shit going down let's see uh oh yeah there was that three six mafia versus bone thugs versus battle that happened recently and oh my god i gotta give a big shout out to surge surge done <laughs> was bringing the color commentary the extra um <laughs> play by play uh on his twitch stream that shit was fucking funny <laughs> dude they're going in on bone thugs he's such a huge like three six mafia fan and like that whole uh fucking memphis tennessee sound and shit like that dude they fucking brought out project pat and they brought out like fucking oh my god dude so they have so many people there's so many damn people that got brought out um, from both sides. But, uh, dude, a fight broke out in the middle of that shit. I know. Is it like Busy Bone and like DJ Paul? I think DJ Paul might have thrown a punch. He might have landed a punch with his one good arm. Like, yo. Uh, 
that was that was wild um dude gangsta boo was out in there dude everybody dude fucking yo everybody except crunchy black i think <laughs> but uh yeah a lot of people were in attendance that was that was uh that was a moment <laughs> oh man what else what else i mean do i really want to get into the sports talk yet i mean i'll give you like a short synopsis i've like i've been like so whatever about what's been happening in the last couple months um yeah the raider season has been imploding that's fucking been depressing um <laughs> let's see uh lost their head coach because he said some racist and homophobic shit uh via work uh via some emails um let's see their last year's number one draft pick uh second year wide receiver uh gets a dui manslaughter charge because he like crashed into somebody and killed them uh going like 100 what 30 or something like that fuck oh he's in jail <laughs> like now i'm pretty sure i don't know if he got bail but like he's not with the team so like that's a lot of a lot of upheaval and it's kind of caught up to the raiders they were they got they got so got so murdered they got so slaughtered yesterday by kansas city chiefs i'm god damn man that was that was really sad i'm very happy that i didn't have to sit down and watch that whole thing because i was it was the early game and i was just getting back from palm springs so i was driving and like just keeping tabs of the score and like by the time it was like 14 or nothing, I was like, dude, this is, I don't want it. I'll, I don't, I don't want to watch this right now. I know, I know what the inevitable was. And it was, it was pretty trash. It was pretty trash. They beat them like 48 to 9 or something. It's like, mm. I were in the lead in the division like three weeks ago. Like, what happened? What? What's going on? Man. Damn Raiders, so sad. Yeah, so their chance of making the playoffs are like very, very slim at the moment. They're gonna have to like run the table, and like I don't have that confidence in the team to do so. Um, Darren Waller, I mean they they won on Thanksgiving. That was awesome. That that was cool. That made for Thanksgiving dinner to be you know about twenty percent nicer because we're all Raider fans. They're being salty for the day. They beat the Cowboys on Thanksgiving. That was dope. But, uh, <sighs> yeah. Mm hmm. It's been, uh, it's been tough sledding since then. It's been tough sledding. Look at this schedule. Yeah, they lost to the freaking Washington football team. That was a rough one two weeks ago. But, yeah. They've lost, uh, yeah, five out of their last six. So they only beat the Cowboys. That's it. Mm. Not so hot. Not so hot. Uh, uh, uh. Yeah, they got stomped out by Kansas City earlier in the year, too. It's not not cool. Not fucking cool. So they have uh, Cleveland, Denver, Indy, and the Chargers. Indy's playing good. Chargers are still there. Broncos are still hard to beat. And then the Browns are still in the playoff hunt. So, like, dude. I mean, the Browns can still win their division. Like, that's still up for grabs. I feel like most of the teams in the NFL are still fighting for something. So it's like a lot of teams, like, right in the middle this season. It's, it's a really bunched up kind of pack. But, uh, 
Yeah, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be a, a rough rough go. I hope they can clean that slate of games, but I think they really they screwed themselves by losing to to the Giants and losing to Washington. Like as bad, dude. NFC East is not. I've that been that good this year, aside from the Cowboys over here now and then, and the Raiders already beat them. So it's like, what the fuck? I mean, yeah, football is frustrating, man. Especially Derek, the way Derek Carr and the Raiders play, it's just like so. Hit or miss, man. Every time you think they're gonna do good, they disappoint. Every time you think they're gonna disappoint, they end up like surprising you and do better than you anticipate. So I'm like, fuck, I don't know. They didn't have Darren Waller last week. He got hurt in Thanksgiving games, missed the last two games. I'm like, fuck, man. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't know what's going on with this season. Ugh. Chiefs are like looking like they're peaking at the right time and Damn, freaking Patriots are good again. Ran the ball like crazy against Buffalo a couple weeks ago in the crazy win. Bills lost a couple games in a row, too. Indy's on the surge right now. Not sure if uh, Tennessee's going to hold on. Uh, the North seems like it's it's a mess, too. Bengals are up and down. Um, they've had hot streaks. They've like dropped a couple opportunities recently. Fucking Pittsburgh doesn't know if they want to put in a good effort or whatnot. But yeah, big bands on a swan song and still out there slinging it. <laughs> Can't throw it as far as deep as uh, he used to, but he's still out there slinging it though, man. Um. Yeah, they had a close loss recently too, uh, to Minnesota. But like Lamar Jackson, and the Ravens are still there. Lamar just tweaked his ankle last game, had to miss the game, which uh oddly enough did help me in my fantasy football matchup. So like I mean, hey, I don't want to see a guy hurt, but like, hey, I mean, I'll take it. I'll take it. So my fantasy team is still alive. Yo, my team had like backed into the playoffs, like barely made it. <laughs> like it made it on like a tiebreaker. And uh yeah, we won our first week. Fuck yeah, we're coming together, we're coming together, baby, dude. I I I won with nine players, dude. I won with out of tight end, dude. So like, Waller's my tight end. He's injured, and I picked up another guy, Conklin, last week. But uh, um, he played on Thursday, so I didn't get a chance to drop him and pick up another person. So I ended up having to pick up a, a third tight end. This guy, uh, Tyler Higby, who's a, for on the Rams, who was playing Monday night. They played. They played tonight. But today they announced that he had COVID. So I didn't get a chance to pick up somebody else. So luckily enough, my team was so far ahead that I didn't even need to play the guy. <laughs> I played nine players instead of 10. So, uh, yeah, man. <laughs> what up, boy, Funky? What up? What up, bro? Um, yes, I did change my shirt. I put this one back on, though. God damn it. I had to. I had to, man. RP Chente. Um, had a little tribute up on top. Uh, this episode, which uh, you can listen to on all your platforms of where you find podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, uh, what is it, it Apple, uh, <laughs> Apple Podcasts, I think it's Google, Google Podcasts, something like that, yeah, all that stuff, yeah, yeah, listen back, listen back, I'll upload this tomorrow, um, so yeah, what was I talking about, the, um, yeah, my fantasy football team, bro, still in it. I'm still in it, baby. I'm still in it. 
Um, Alvin Kamara just got off an injury, bro. Ooh, had a good game. See if he could lead my team to victory. I had Leonard Fournette, Chris Godwin doing doing wonders for me. Matt Stafford did good. He had a good game. Um, oh, the Cowboys defense, bro. Oh my god, they scored twenty one points for me this week. Ooh, my kicker got sixteen points. I didn't even need a damn tight end, bro. <laughs> oh man, crazy, crazy shit. But uh, so yeah, I'm still alive, and I guess who I get to play? I get to play the commissioner. AKA Swift 89, AKA my roommate Alan. So it's a house divided this week. And I think the winner will go to the final, semifinal, something like that. Um, yeah, man. <laughs> it's going down. I'm excited for it. My team has been horrible all season and I just barely made it. So, like, if I pull this upset off, I'm going to be so happy. <laughs> It'll make the year. A lot of frustrating losses looking at my the the scores every weekend on my phone it's just like god can't fucking win um so yeah so that's going down that's happening um what else going down i know mlb baseball they got a lockout going on right now so players are beefing with the the owners and negotiations and whatnot but uh yeah man fucking crazy crazy um so many players signed with bad contracts right before like the the lockout happened to guarantee you know the terms there's still some free agents out there that didn't sign but like some dudes got like 10 year deals and like two to three hundred million dollars it's just like like mind blowing like some dudes got fucking eight out so um so yeah we'll see what happens we'll see if that uh if they figure stuff out before the springtime if they have to cancel spring training or if they're gonna have to cancel parts of the, this, the season that like that would suck if this if it gets to the part where actual seasons getting chopped down, um, I know baseball is like super long, so I mean, if they lose a month, it won't be the worst thing in the world. But like, you know, it's like a lot of tradition and shit like that. So you like to see it uh, come back as as we know it. The COVID season was fucking weird. They only played like fifty games, so uh, that was a weird one. But um, yeah, interesting stuff. I mean, that's that's what's going on in the world baseball. Da, 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 da. I know they just did the Champions League for soccer. They just announced that. I haven't had a chance to look at the draws yet, but uh, I think PSG, Manchester United are matched up against each other. Um, no, PSG's and Real Madrid are going to meet. It was supposed to be PSG Man U. Looks like they are redrawn. I don't know. There was some weird shit that happened. I didn't get a chance to read it, but uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, what the fuck else? What the fuck else happened? Oh, I mean, NBA basketball is an interesting. Warriors are really good. Phoenix Suns are really good. Brooklyn Nets are still really good, even though they've been dropping some games here and there. The Chicago Bulls, what up, way? Your Bulls, your Bulls have been playing good. Uh, they look like a legit team. So uh, they got a solid little rotation, you know, solid little lineup they put together. Every dude's kind of competent. Maybe not like uh, superstar level players, but you know, maybe a, a few star level players, and that's be enough to put a a team in contention. So we'll see what the Bulls can do later on in the season. But uh, I'm really disappointed in my Sacramento Kings, man. They because King, Kings gonna be Kings, man. Just fucking shitty again, <laughs> like, super up and down, inconsistent. Like they 
beat the Lakers one night and then lose to like Portland the next. Like it's not not the best, man. Losing to some of these teams that are like semi tanking or whatnot. It's like mm, that's not a good look, man. Uh Luke Wallen got fired, head coach. So uh they'll be looking for another new head coach next soft season. So whoop do you fucking do? Uh, I know Alvin Gentry's been like the interim coach, but it's like I haven't really been impressing that much. I think they lost last night. Lost today. Lost today against Toronto. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Another another frustrating season for Sacramento. But um we'll see. I hope they can turn it around. I hope they can keep going. Uh I don't know if their pieces fit together, if that makes sense, or if they're like that really I don't know. I don't know. Sacramento, man. Get your fucking shit together, man. I'm trying to I'm trying to see if I can go see a game when I'm back home. Uh, see if I can go over to uh, Golden One Center, B1C. Um, what's up, Kelly? How you doing? How you doing? But uh, yeah, that's kind of just to that. I don't. Hmm. Lakers have been like on a free fall. They've been struggling. See if uh, Damian Lillard gets traded or if he. Gets is able to get Ben Simmons to Portland. That's been the rumor that uh, CJ McCollum and picks, I guess, for Ben Simmons. I don't, I don't know. I don't know if how real that is, but uh, they've been talking about it. So we'll see. We'll see when it happens. Um, what else? What else? I know there's been some boxing. There's been some boxing news. A lot of uh, people with the belts have been fighting. Um, oh, Bud Crawford, that Sean, Sean Porter, Bud Crawford fight from a couple weeks ago. That shit was action packed. Oh my God. That shit was crazy. Porter brought it, man. Porter was winning the fight like halfway through and then Bud start, started putting it on him down the stretch and just clocked him clean with a couple of co nice combinations down the end and eventually TKO'd him or I think the his corner eventually threw in the towel and, uh, yeah. And they said, that's it. And Porter, after the fight, ended up retiring because it's like, for him, it was it was a uh, it was a good run, and he he was he was in there really giving it his all, and you know he came up short. Hats off to him though, man. He was just like a warrior out there, and I guess they didn't want to let him like fall and die on his sword. So I get it. In the moment, that's always a frustrating thing when somebody like intentionally ends a fight. But uh, yeah, that's uh, that was pretty wild. That was kind of cool. That was kind of cool. Um. But Crawford solidified himself as uh, number one or number two, pound for pound. You can put him or Canelo kind of like number one or two. That's kind of where the consensus is at right now. And there's a lot of guys at the, uh, what is it, like um, 130, 140, 140 range. A lot of good champions that are in that range. Um, Teofimo Lopez came back and fought. Uh, first time defending his belt since he got it from uh, Lomachenko. And he ended up losing to George Combosos Jr., which was a interesting fight. There was some circumstances that were pretty crazy. Apparently, Tiafimo had like some crazy medical condition where like he could have died in the ring. Where he had like, uh, um, he has asthma, so he has like, so he'll have trouble breathing from time to time. But there was an issue where, like, he had like, a cut in between his, like, from his esophagus, I want to say. And so there was, like, extra air that was going up into, like, his, uh, um, into his lungs and into his, like, chest cavity. So 
that was like causing him like some breathing discomfort. And apparently if he would have been hit like a certain way, like on the chin, like he could have like legit at like a cardiac arrest and died and passed out like there. And so like, I can't imagine going into a fight and like realizing that that could actually happen. And, or like after the fact going to be like, holy shit, like he shouldn't have been cleared. But if you think about it, he thought he just had like some flu or just was having like asthma and he didn't like his symptoms weren't like super out there and different from what he typically felt, I guess. So it's just like, yo, what the fuck? <laughs> like, what's going on? So, um, so that was pretty wild, man. So I'm, I'm glad he's he's got the medical attention and they were able to figure that out. But uh, it sucks for him because he lost his belt and uh, lost, I think, four belts because he got them all from Lomachenko. So, um, so yeah, we'll see if they end up running it back and get a rematch. But, uh, yeah, I mean, man, so that's that's a tough that's a tough break there for for Teofimo, man. Um, I don't I don't know if I liked his comments at the post fight. He was a little too cocky for, for like not kind of like, hey, man, like shit happens. I took the loss. He was all talking about how oh, I still thought I won. Did it? I felt like I won most of the rounds. And like, honestly, he was chasing the fight, and Combosos was landing more combinations but uh you know teofimo looked like he was he was definitely he was a live fighter he was in that fight so which is which is crazy considering he had that medical condition but uh oh what's up music forever thank you for so much for tuning in thank you so much um yeah that is scary that is real scary you <laughs> think about that stuff so like i did as a fan it's like man it's hard to like judge or second guess fighters man because like the, the shit they go through just to get in there and mix it up is just like most people I like myself, I can't I can't put myself into those shoes like that, but all we can do is just appreciate that, man. The sacrifices these people do uh, for our entertainment, man. So uh yeah. Pay these damn fighters, Dana. Pay them, Dana. Come on, man. Come on, man. Um but yeah. I don't know why I said that. This is fucking I'm talking about boxing, <laughs> not UFC. But yeah. They deserve that shit too. Um so yeah, who else has been fighting? Uh, I know Devin Haney, he won another fight um there's a, a couple others um already mentioned bud um canelo he beat caleb caleb plant pretty handedly that was a very solid knockout oof i think it was like in the ninth round oh my god dude he starched him right at the end like oosh, it was a pretty pretty powerful punches so uh yeah canelo's still on top still doing his thing i don't know what the hell he's gonna do he's been moving all around different weight classes and just yeah <laughs> take it fools out left and right so uh he did unify what was it middle middleweight what is it one no 185 one of those yeah he's like he's like on a, he's he's hitting his peak right now he's hitting this nice stride the one tough cookie man tough dude to beat so yeah that's it's kind of the world of boxing where we at right now um what else is happening man i don't know ufc i haven't been able to see as too much ufc going on but i do know this weekend amanda nunez she had like a 15 fight win streak ended uh via submission from juliana pena and most people are like what the fuck how the hell did that happen no one really saw that coming so that was pretty out there i know dustin poirier he ended up uh, losing via submission to um charles Oliveira. Oliveira kept the belt so he's repping that and uh yeah man what else 
There was uh, Tai Tuivasa got another knockout and got another shoey in the octagon. So that was that was dope. Um, I think uh, uh, Sugar Sean O'Malley. I think he got a win as well. I granted I did not see much of <laughs> or of any of these highlights, so I'm just going off of the results of what happened there. So I'm definitely gonna have to peep those when I get the chance to. But uh, yeah, crazy shit. I mean, there's always wild shit happening in the UFC in the fight game. Yeah. Yeah, it's wild. It's wild out here. It's real in the field. Um, oh, I think Lomachenko won again. Dude, what the fuck? I'm trying to think. There's so much. There's just so much going on in my life, man. Like I've been busy. Like I said, I got this new job. Trying to still do this comedy shit. Ah, man, a lot of stuff. A lot of stuff happening. The boy Poodle's been fucking busy, and that's a good thing. That's a really good thing. But uh, yeah. Guys, if the aliens take me and abduct me at some point, uh, I had a good run. <laughs> but yeah, baby, uh, we made it though. We made it. Thank you, everybody, who's been tuning in. This is, uh, yo, this is a momentous occasion, man. I can't believe I made it this far. Um, when I first started this podcast, what is this like? Maybe like three or four years ago? I think it's 2018 when I first started this. Let me look. Let me look again. It can be official. It's been a minute. It's been a goddamn minute. Um, Oh my god, let me see. All the way to number one. Boom, boom, boom. Episode, when was episode one? Episode one is... Boom, boom, boom. Almost there, almost there. Three years ago. All right. So... Episode one, Bienvenidos, was released, recorded on February 2nd, 2018. So... Yowzers. So it's like almost three years in the making. It's almost three years in the making there. Um Yeah, this has been a fun journey. This has just been my own side project. This is like the first kind of creative thing that I did post college. Uh that I've kind of picked up and actually like continued to do so and have been trying to like progress at it. Cause me i'm like somebody who's like real fleeting. So like I'll do stuff for a little bit and if it just if it, if it's I don't know not vibing or whatever i'm just like i leave it and i go do something else and so like things have been like real um you know like in my life it's been there's like blocks of like doing certain things and then moving on doing something else but like doing this has been like one of the only projects that i've been excited to do and to continue to move forward with and when i first started this was like more of like an outlet of me to just kind of get my thoughts out i'm obviously somebody who, who can be long-winded to talk and i got all, all these thoughts that are going on in my head and i'm like I'm a respectful person. <laughs> I like won't talk your ear off. Uh, I understand that that shit is not what people want to hear all the time. Uh, so you got to do it selectively you know, with different people or whatnot. So this was just an outlet to get those thoughts out of my head and just into the into the ether. Like it didn't necessarily. I didn't necessarily need somebody to listen. Like it was like therapeutic for me, and I needed something to kind of have like that outlet and that uh, that release. So. Honest to God, like, this is, like, the first thing that I did. And then shortly, like, what, three months later is when I first did my first open mic to do comedy. So, like, both the growth of this podcast and, like, my comedy career have been, like, kind of on a, a similar trajectory. Like, uh, there's been starts and stops or whatnot, but, uh, but yeah, I'm, I think I'm, I'm progressing. We're trying to get into, like, uh, you know, new space and whatnot. 
when I first started this podcast, I was doing it on uh, one of those like Blue Yeti mics off of my old laptop that was just had a crack screen and and uh, <laughs> it had keys that didn't work correctly and whatnot. And um, yeah, I was in a weird place, a weird rut in my life at the time when I first started it. So I was just like, you know what, let's just get up off the ground, see if I could do it. Um, moved on to a lot of different equipment. Uh, eventually got this up and running on Twitch uh, with the video element. So I want to thank everybody who's helped me on the technical side of being able to get that up and moving. And uh, yeah, trying, there's been so many different ways we've been trying to configure this podcast. I've had audio issues, I've had technical issues and whatnot. So uh, I really do appreciate everybody who's tuned in. If you've listened to one minute of my show ever, 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 thank you so much. If I make uh, one second of your day a little bit brighter than... I did my job, <laughs> honestly, um, because like, I don't want to sound selfish, but like this project is like for, for me. So the fact that other people get to it, like, have told me that they've enjoyed certain episodes has been, has been, uh, it's been good to feel, man. It's been, uh, it's been a good, it's been a good run so far, man. Triple digits. We got to fucking triple digits, baby. Let's go. I can't believe it. I can't believe it. <laughs> Oh man. Wow. That's wild. Viva Mexico, There's been so much shit that's been happening on here, man. I've talked about so much stuff. This is, I, I've had so many highlights from the first 100 episodes in my head. Remember, when we did it. There was so much at the beginning of this show. If you listen to the first like 20 to 30 episodes of this, then it's just like, what is he doing? And like, honestly, I, don't, I didn't know. I, I still don't know what I was doing on some of these. But, uh, yeah, we were trying it out, trying shit out, changing stuff, you know, adding guests on and uh <laughs> just keeping it moving, man. Uh so yeah, that's uh this will be my goals next year is to get this shit up and moving more consistently. Um yeah, I think think uh 2022 is going to be trying to improve upon this podcast, uh, trying to continue to book um and have our own comedy shows both with uh, the homie VJ AK Supreme Kai and myself um tag teaming along with that. Um oh I'm also gonna have the opportunity to do some more sports broadcasting. I haven't been able to do that in a long time. I'll be trying to do some uh uh not trying, I will be doing some color commentary with my man Ethan Miller. Uh we'll be doing them live on Twitch. We'll be going to some of the more prominent high school basketball uh games that are happening over here in Southern California and we'll be trying to broadcast those um you know for free on twitch so so definitely tune in i'll be doing some color commentary Hope, uh hopefully we'll have a very good time we're we're slated to see Bronny james in the future so hey that'd be pretty dope that'd be pretty dope go see sierra canyon play a few times and yeah there's a lot of the really highly touted prospects over here in southern california this is like one of the hotbeds for like youth basketball so uh so yeah um i mean we're like we're both we're, we're comics you know we're still grinding and it's like hey let's just put this let's put this into uh into production so we'll be announcing that on my page and all that stuff later in the future um yeah 100 episodes man 100 episodes um if you notice when i title these episodes the the way i did it is i put um i made it so there was four digits there in my mind I wanted to hit a thousand as like a like a, a far off goal of like years and years into the future, right? So I told myself when I started, like, this is how you're gonna number it because this is how you're gonna 
this is how it's going to go, right? So the fact that I went from, I did 10 of them, <laughs> we got to double digits, in my head was a big, big stepping stone. The fact that we got to triple digits now, we are at a hundred of these bitches. Yo, crazy, 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 crazy. And like, yeah, I'm, I can sit and dwell and talk about like, oh man, I, I could have done better. I could have done all this, this and that, or shouldn't have been as lazy. I should have recorded more shows. But you know, sometimes things happen when they happen. So like, I'm happy to be where I'm at. And uh, yeah, I'm excited about what the future is going to hold. So like, big things, big things, big things, you know, just going to be chilling with your boy, chilling with your boy, man. Um, your boy, man, man, boy. I don't know. What am I saying? Or English, English is tough. Um, <laughs> anyway, anyway, I think we should wrap this up. Uh, so yeah, this has been uh, episode number. Wait, hold on, hold on. Wait, episode one zero zero of the Puro Caballero show, baby. Let's go. Let's fucking go. <laughs> episode in this bitch um <laughs> you can find this podcast available wherever you find your podcasts uh soundcloud is the home base we are on spotify we're on google podcasts we're on apple podcasts uh this will, video will be up on youtube as you well know this is recorded live via twitch so uh definitely come hang out on my twitch channel if you do not uh follow already um yeah i'll be playing some some sets and be doing some fun shit i'll be you know talking my shit and then uh yeah we'll be doing this podcast too so like we do do a lot of a lot of cool shit on here so yeah we uh we on and moving on and popping one thing after the next so uh so yeah what else we got um follow the page on instagram the puro caballero show um and then also follow out of breath productions where o-u-t-t-a-b-r-e-a-t-h productions out of breath productions on instagram uh we'll be putting all the flyers for the future thai angel shows over in, in koreatown and any other shows we'll be producing around uh uh, California or wherever the hell we're going to be. All right. All right. Follow your boy at Puro Caballero if you have not already on Instagram. Okay. 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 Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. By the way, you ever see me IRL? Ask me for some of these. All right. Boy just ordered a whole bunch of stickers. So. Yeah. Yeah. There's another 300 round right here. Bam, 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 bam. But yeah. You see me IRL? I got you. I got you. It's for the peoples. It's for the peoples. All right. So, yeah, this has been episode 100. Numero 100. <laughs> Upper 100, baby, of the Puro Caballero show. Y'all been awesome. Thank you so much, everybody who's ever tuned in, everybody who, you know, tuning in from the future um, on some Marty McFly shit. You know, if you're checking back on some late episodes or whatnot, thank you so much. Y'all have been amazing. Y'all have been family to me. And yeah, let's hang out some more in the future. All right. Y'all been cool. Later, 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 later. <laughs>